Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. I am Noel T. Manning II. On the other uh, mic, on the other end of the phone, there is Mr. Adam Long, Adam from Focus Newspaper. Find uh, more information about him and uh, his reviews at focusnewspaper.com. Uh, you can always find our archive shows on iTunes, uh, soundcloud.com, and uh, probably the easiest way to connect to all that is just go to wgwg.org. Hey, buddy, how the heck are you? Oh, doing well, doing fairly well. How about yourself? Man, I'm awesome, uh, loving life as always, and uh, soaking in every second of it. So uh, going very well, my friend, going going very, very well, very, very well. Uh, oh, man, that's great to hear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot of things going on movie-wise. Um, I've, I've been real busy um, getting ready for the uh, Real to Real Film Fest, uh, which will be coming up the uh, third week in July. Um, it's, it's that same way every single year, third week of July, uh, Kings Mountain, North Carolina, at the Joy Performance Center. Uh, if you've never been, uh, you got to check it out. Uh, it, it's pretty pretty impressive. But that third uh, weekend in July. Uh, well, we're checking out. Go to uh, Cleveland County Arts Council. Go to realtorealfest.com if you want to find out more information. But been screening a lot of films. I'm on the screening committee, and there's some good stuff. Uh, we're going to have over 16 hours worth of uh, films, everything from shorts to documentaries uh, to animated films to features. And uh, right now in the in the final, we're, we're – Really, at that kind of tail end, we're, we're narrowing it down. We've got it down to about uh, less than 20 hours. So uh, we're, we're, you know, we've got about four hours to carve out before we get that final, uh, final tally. But we'll be talking more, much more about that. And uh, hopefully next year, Adam, we'll be able to get you on that viewing committee as well. They made some changes that I think will help you out. Yeah, that would be uh, great. I would love to do that. In years past, it's been tough with my schedule to uh, you know get the uh, films uh, and and have to rush and get them back to you because we weren't really doing it online. So we had to physically move the right. the, the product to one another, and uh, that was going to be a little bit of a problem for me in the past. But hopefully, uh, we can get past that now. Yeah. And yeah. I would love and, to do that. Yeah, that's one of the changes. Uh, uh, as I mentioned, the the big change is we used to go to hard copies. People would have to mail hard copies in for screening, and that that was really tough for a lot of people you'd have to check it out and then you have to go take it back wait for somebody else to check it out because every film uh, every single film that's submitted gets viewed by at least three different people and uh and some of them by more the committee itself i think has about uh, maybe eight or nine uh, different people but every film is viewed at least three times and uh, based on those scores they kind of look at uh, how to narrow things down uh, and if they've got kind of split from that, they, they may getting other, get other people to watch it. And then once we get to the final tally, everybody watches all of them. And so uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. There's some great, great, great product, uh, great films from all over the world. Um, one from Israel that I'm really impressed with, one from Germany. It's pretty awesome. Um, there's one uh, on the Cherokee language um, that uh, that's told in Cherokee, in the language itself. And then there's, there's one... Um, from Africa that's really fascinating. So I hope they make the final cut. Uh, if not, I'll have to give you guys some more details about that. But as we get closer, we'll be telling you a whole lot more about that. But I've been excited to be a, be a part of that, Adam. And uh, yeah. hopefully next year with the, uh, the online screening, you'll be able to be a part of it as well. I'm hoping so, too. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it already. So, Good deal. Uh, that'll be uh, great. And, of course, I plan on attending uh, as much as possible. Uh, I'm hoping to 
get out there and and, and uh, see see some stuff. So uh, yeah, that'll be uh, look, looking forward to it. Well, you and I've got a couple of uh, new movies to uh, to talk about uh, today too. We'll we'll get to those once we uh, get to what's opening. Uh, also, yeah. box office uh, recap. We'll do that. There's also some DVD uh, Blu-ray news that you're going to share, and uh, just some uh, some movie news I'll throw out there. Just so uh, you guys need whether you need to be aware of it or not, uh, I'll share it with you anyway. Um, Academy Award winner Reese Witherspoon. You know she's back in action. Uh, you know, last week, a couple weeks ago, she was in uh, uh, in the film with uh, Sofia Vergara. Um, the mm-hmm. name of that film, Hot Pursuit. We talked a little bit about that. Uh, you know, she was in uh, Wild, which you and I both loved. Uh, one of the best performances of last year, uh, really, from uh, actor or actress, in my opinion. Well, now she's going to be set to star in a live action version of Tinkerbell. And uh, so I'm just teasing that out. Uh, you you kind of decide, uh, you know, if if you if that's something you want to see or not. Uh, also, we'll let you know that uh, Brad Pitt will be returning in World War Z two. Uh, that has been confirmed um, as well. And um, there's there's a lot of talk about uh, you know what's going to happen with San Andreas. It is scheduled to open next week, but because of the earthquakes and all, a lot of the, the the natural disaster chaos that we've been experiencing literally in, around the world, um, there's a lot of uh, challenges with that film. Uh, people saying, hey, should you open it, should you not? Well, it's, it's film. Um, you know, we, we, we've got disasters all the time, and with, if it's a disaster film, you, you, you can't stop it because um, a disaster has actually happened. Yeah, you, you need to be sensitive to it, but uh, I, I think you just have to be a little, little more careful by just saying okay just stop it just stop it just stop yeah so um also guardians of the galaxy 2 it looks like they're going to be adding some new characters uh possibly Uh, that film was the the big big surprise success last summer and uh some of the characters they're looking at adding um maybe one called jack flag and um one that i remember quite well a uh a bald also one called death Um, i'm looking at this i'm pulling this up online a character called Death, another character called Mantis, uh, which I uh, I remember, and mm-hmm. uh, Bug. You know, some of these I don't remember. Uh, some of these, but Moon Dragon I do remember. Uh, yeah, a, a beautiful woman dressed in green, and she was bald with huge earrings. I remember that back as a kid. So Moon Dragon may be making her way in Guardians of the Galaxy too. We'll just have to have to <laughs> wait and see on that. So those are some things that uh, thought I would share with you. Any movie news that you want to share before we dive into box office and uh, and Blu-ray? Uh, no, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not sure that there's anything I've heard that uh, maybe anybody uh, hasn't already heard. Except uh, we failed to mention this a couple of weeks ago. We will uh, mention the uh, passing of uh, director Andrew Lesney, who was uh, he was the cinematographer behind uh, all. I guess everything Peter Jackson has directed for the last oh probably 15 years or so. Uh, he did all the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy and the 2005 King Kong and the Lovely Bones and also did uh, responsible for uh, Babe, the Babe films, I think both of them. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, So anyway, he had a heart attack uh, at the age of 59 and, um, you know, he was just a very talented cinematographer bringing together those all those fantasy elements and making them look so good on screen and I uh, just hate that we neglected to mention him uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago when his uh, passing was announced, and that was just kind of a, a, 
a shock and a, and, and sad there. So I hate we I hate we mentioned that. So well, we're glad mention that. Yeah, it, so. glad glad we got a chance to to pull that up. Yeah, uh, appreciate mm-hmm. that. Appreciate that. Well, man, um, let's uh, let's talk Blu-ray before we dive into box office because that's one of the things we uh, normally always end up leaving out because we don't have time. So this will give you a chance to, to do some of that, man. Well, we can certainly do that. Um, uh, this coming Tuesday, we'll go ahead and uh, well, we can first of all, I guess we can look at what we just uh, what just came out this past Tuesday, which would have been the nineteenth. Um, American Sniper hit the shelves. Uh, finally, made its home video debut. Uh, I'll be interested to see what you think of a couple of these titles. Uh, Extremities with uh, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, I remember, remember that, that. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, that from the mid-'80s where she's an abused uh, woman who turns the tables on her abusers, I think. I never did see it, but uh, I remember when it came out. I heard mixed things about it. Some people said it was great, and some said it wasn't so good. But anyway, Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Um, less said the better about that, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it's coming out. Um, Flawless from 1999. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Robert De Niro, where De Niro is a stroke victim and he has to be uh, uh, nursed back to health by a, a transgender uh, played by a man, <laughs> by uh, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, you know, that's uh, Joel Schumacher directed that. Uh, the... Charlie Chaplin film Limelight, which is a really, really good film, actually. One of his uh, uh, last films, actually, 1952. I think he only made maybe one more film after that. And uh, that's, it's, it's, that's a good one. And uh, no, it is not a silent film. It's one of the, the, his talkies. And uh, it actually has a cameo by Buster Keaton in there, too, in case you've not seen it. Yes. And oh, yes. It, the Terror from Beyond Space, which is the film that uh, Alien really stole its plot from, the original Alien from 1979. Uh, they didn't acknowledge it at first, but then people started seeing it and they said, ah, this looks a lot like It, the Terror from Beyond Space. Well, they finally had to admit it eventually. So that is coming out. And uh, the, speaking of, uh, well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this later, but the third Poltergeist film from 1988, that's the one that. Uh, uh, in which um, uh, the actress, who Heather uh, O'Rourke, who played uh, Carol Ann in the film, she died before that film was released eerily, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very strange. Very strange. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, Stigmata for, with uh, Patricia Arquette, a horror film from the late 90s that's yeah. coming out in a special edition. They're releasing Terminator 2 yet again, uh, uh, who... Heaven only knows why. <laughs> Maybe to tie in with the new one, but it hasn't been released enough. Yeah, what, which version could this possibly be? You know, really, I mean, uh, really. is this the uh, the Arnold uh, Arnold remix version? I mean, I, I don't quite understand that. Uh, I know, I know, this is true, but you know, I just uh, they just keep reissuing this thing. Goodness yeah. gracious! But uh, the Osterman Weekend, which was Sam Peckinpah's uh, final film as director. Uh, that's coming out, and the Criterion, you know, is is responsible for a lot of these deluxe special editions. And this is an interesting title they've chosen to release: "The Rose" uh, with Bette Midler. It's yeah. not really considered to be, you know, one of those <laughs> films that's. I mean, it's considered to be good, but not something you expect Criterion to release. But they're doing a special edition on "The Rose," which uh, that that's kind of interesting. I thought. And, yeah, that uh, is strange. So yeah, but good for them. Good for them because it's uh, it is it is a good film and it deserves to be revisited. And um, 
And then this coming Tuesday, just a few things here. Uh, here's here's a double feature for you, two for the price of one. Frogs and the food of the gods. Frogs. Oh, oh I loved frogs, <laughs> man. It was so bad. I loved it. I, there, there I was... know, well, food of the gods is just about as bad. That's a good double feature, actually, because uh, that's the one where the, uh, the, 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 the they come to this island and they find out that all the animals have eaten some kind of uh, – growth hormone or something and there's like giant rats and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. giant chickens and right, right. i don't know what they get attacked by all these it's really bad you know but uh but interesting in the same way empire of the ants and jaws of satan uh empire of the ants also interestingly directed by the same guy who directed food of the gods bert i gordon so uh and then we have uh, a documentary on orson wells called magician the astonishing life and work of orson wells Interesting that this, uh, because this film is directed by Chuck, Chuck Workman, who is the uh, uh, the guy who does all the montages that you see at the Academy Awards when you see those mon- those clip films, those clip uh, when they put all those clips together. Yeah. That's yep. the guy who does that. So he's he's actually done a documentary now on uh, Orson Welles. So I would be interested to see that. Oh, actually. me too. Yeah, I, I've I've seen. Oh wow, I've probably seen every documentary on Welles that's that's been done, and I've just. He's yeah. he's still a fascinating character to me. Uh, all yes. these years later, um, just what he was able to accomplish, but also he he rose so fast, and um, and it it you know he burned out and yeah. um, it, it just I just but still just you look at that you look at some of that work that he did and some of the things that he never finished. There was just some amazing amazing talent yep. there. Um, I'm gonna have to check sure. that one out. I'll definitely have to check that one out. Yeah, Chuck Workman, his stuff's usually good. He did one on uh, Warhol a couple of years back, and uh, that's it's it's good too. So uh, we we definitely want to give a shout out to that one. And um, uh, also, um, we have Yellowbeard. Remember Yellowbeard? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's making its way to uh, that's making its way to, to, to Blu-ray also. So, but speaking of Orson Welles, yeah, before we get off that subject, I did forget that. Uh, yeah, there's there's a new book out, you know, and I guess all this is coming in because he just is he would have been a hundred, right? Uh, right, sure would have. Yeah, his hundredth birthday was in April, I think it was, and so there's a lot of material that's coming out about him now, and uh, there's a new book about his film, The Other Side of the Wind, uh, that was never, you know, there's there's a Kickstarter campaign going on now to finish this film, and it's one of those films, kind of like the um, the Jerry Lewis film the day the clown cried you know the, right the, the its legend precedes it uh it's one of those films that's never been released and it's kind of if we actually saw the film we probably would be less impressed than the legend that that has uh, that has preceded as i said and, and the reason the with all the talk that has swirled around that film but there's a book about out about it now that i hear that's really good and there's also a, they did a well, it's about a three-and-a-half-hour podcast over at the Projection Booth. You can get that on iTunes. That's a great uh, movie-related podcast that's weekly, and they did a terrific show on the other side of the wind and the uh, production uh, and all the troubles they had trying to get the film, the money together to finish it and what really happened with it, and they go into real detail about that if you're interested. Uh, you know, Like I said, you can just find that on iTunes as well, so uh, give them a shout-out. So, um, anyway, uh, I guess that's pretty much it for Blu-ray news uh, as, far as, I'm, as far as I'm seeing here. Good. Well, you know, one thing you mentioned, you were talking about uh, these, these giant creatures, and I was reminded of 
uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, a giant creature. That was actually released in 1958, this week in 1958. So, uh, ah, if, good, you know, if you want to watch Frogs, if you want to watch, uh, what, what was the what was the one you talked about, the... Uh, the, the one about the giant uh, food of the gods, food food of the gods, and attack of the fifty foot woman. Yep. Watch all those as a yep. triple feature, and uh, you'll just have a heck of a yeah. lot of fun this weekend. Heck and throw an empire of the ants. With, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes exactly. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was one more. I knew there was one more. Yep. Well, let's dive into uh, last weekend's box office. Uh, to me, this was a surprise, Adam, and uh, I'll, I'll have to say that normally I don't get surprised at the the box office uh, tally. Uh, uh-huh. but, but this surprised me. Um, number one film did did not project this, uh, so we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, we'll, we'll start off at number five, uh, Paul Blart and Mall Cop 2. Still in the top five uh, after five weeks, uh, which actually is, is pretty uh, amazing to me. I, I was, you know, not impressed with the film at all. But uh, when I look at the, the comedies that are out there and the ones that are relatively family-friendly, there's there's not a, wasn't a whole lot out there to choose mm-hmm. from. And so... Maybe that's why this one's been able to hold on so long. But budget was real low, $30 million budget. Um, it, it, it's made its money back and then some. Um, I'm sure. $95 million worldwide. Um, just a bad film. Uh, I, was, I was really, really unimpressed with that film. But mm-hmm. um, you know, doing well, still in the top five. Furious 7, after seven weeks, uh, number six uh, at the – I'm looking – I have a weird list. I've got that at number six, but I've also caught – I've got a weird list, but I'll throw Furious Seven. Uh, still doing, still doing pretty decent at the box office uh, worldwide. Man, this thing's uh, cro- crossed over one point, almost one point five billion dollars uh, mm. worldwide. That's the one to beat. But uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, I think, is going to catch it. Uh, Hot Pursuit uh, was in the number four slot last week, according to Box Office Mojo, at five point seven million dollars against a thirty-five million dollar budget. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron got knocked off the top slot, uh, dropped to number three, uh, still brought in about $40 million, uh, $38.8 million uh, against a $250 million budget. Worldwide, this is at $1.1 billion. So uh, it's possible that uh, you, you may see this, uh, even this weekend, take over that number one slot uh, for this year uh, so far. Mad Max Fury Road. Um, if, if you're a Mad Max fan, uh, I highly suggest this. If you just want to look at something different, I highly suggest it. Uh, worldwide, this has $124.7 million uh, after uh, just one week. It was number two last week in the U.S. Uh, at $45.4 million. This is the surprise to me. Pitch Perfect 2 uh, would have never guessed it would have brought in almost $70 million uh, in its opening weekend, big big surprise to me. I, I knew it was going to do decent, but did not expect that. How did you, did you were you surprised, or is that kind of on uh, what you were thinking? Um, yeah, you know, I knew this this film had a uh, had a, had a following behind it for sure. Uh, the original, I mean, so I kind of and since it's become some somewhat of a you know, I don't know if you'd say cult classic, but it certainly gained a huge following after being, you know, issued on video. So I, I thought there was definitely, definitely uh, an audience for this film. So I, you know, I'm not totally surprised by this. Okay, good deal. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was surprised that it, that it brought him that kind of money and it beat out Avengers. Uh, I thought Avengers had at least one more good week in it, but. But there you go. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Let's dive into uh, what's uh, new in theaters this weekend. A couple of new films in wide release. Uh, Poltergeist uh, remake 
uh, in over 3,000 theaters in Tomorrowland and almost 4,000 theaters. Uh, let's get your thoughts on Poltergeist. You got a chance to check that out, and uh, I'll give my take on Tomorrowland. Well, uh, Poltergeist, for me, was actually, uh, I just wasn't all that impressed with it, to be to tell the truth, uh, I was I had good expectations for this. Um, I've seen I think part of the problem might be that I have seen the original so many times. I've just seen it you know, so overly. The, the plot points of the original film are so overly familiar to me, and I don't think that did any favors. And uh, this is not a beat for beat remake per se. Um, they they do keep some of the story template in place. So it's not a total, you know, it's not scene for scene like the 1998 Psycho directed by Gus Van Sant or something like that. But uh, it's it, they've compacted everything into 93 minutes. The original film ran an hour and 54 minutes, 114 minutes. So to me, that's part of the problem. They just, everything feels so rushed. It just feels like they're just trying so hard to cram everything in there. And the film doesn't have a lot of time to breathe. And, and it's just, uh, there's just a sense of staleness uh, that permeates through it. I, I was constantly looking at my watch, which is not a good sign uh, when I am when I feel compelled to see how much more do we have to, are we going to have to sit through this. I'm always, when that's, that's always kind of my yardstick by which I measure how much I'm enjoying the film. And, uh, it, you know, the, the, the kids are kind of black, you know, compared to the ones in the original film. The little girl, but she's not uh, Carol Ann in this film. She's Maddie. and uh, But, you know, some of the same lines are reiterated, like, they're here, and right. she's still trapped right. in a television set, except yeah. this time it's a flat screen. Is this really <laughs> what we want to call progress, people? <laughs> uh, you know. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, the tree attacks the kid, uh, so you've got that done you know and they, of course the special effects are better so they can actually show the tree uh coming into the house and chasing the kid up the stairs or whatever you know so that some of that's kind of fun some of that's kind of interesting but um but it's it's just there's just a, a, a just a sense of blandness that just permeates the whole thing and I, I don't know it just didn't really do a whole lot for me it's it's not terrible it's really the worst kind of film because it's it's the kind of film that it's not really bad enough that you can really rag on it, but it's not good enough that you can really recommend it either. So those are the kind of films that, uh, you know, you, you, you can't really have fun with them either way. You don't really get, <laughs> you know, you, you, you don't hate them bad enough to, to, to say something humorous or funny about them, but uh, you, you just, it's nothing that you really want to recommend. But, yeah, it's it's pretty much, like I said, the story's pretty much the same. The kid's move into the, I mean, the, the family moves into the house. That's, and I don't understand really how the, how the family could afford to buy this house because uh, the, the dad has recently been downsized. He's played by Sam Rockwell. He used to work for John Deere, he tells us, in the corporate side of John Deere. And so he has no income, and she's a writer, and we know what the publishing world pays these days in the age of the Internet. So... I just don't see how they could even afford to get the house to begin with. And then they bring in all these paranormal people to help retrieve their daughter. And it's like, uh, boy, you guys must have a really good line of credit to get all this stuff done. So anyway, uh, 
it's just, you know, the effects are, are decent. Sam Rockwell's good. Rosemary DeWitt plays the wife here, and they're both really good. And Sam Rockwell, you know, he's just, he, he's kind of got this sarcastic attitude. Those, his line readings are always really good, the way he does that. So, anyway, there's some, you know, there's some decent stuff going on here, but just, like I said, just not really enough to recommend it. So I'm going to give it a, uh, I'd say a, C plus. I okay. Guess. All right. C plus for Poltergeist uh, opening in theaters this weekend. The uh, the remake uh, of uh, the film uh, Adam and I saw many many years ago. Uh, the other new film opening this weekend is Disney's Tomorrowland with uh, George Clooney. And if you're looking for a family adventure uh, for the summer, this is the first one to kick it off. It it really is. The, the film itself uh, I found to be kind of unique. Uh, it was creative, uh, and it offered kind of an inspirational glimpse at hope. Uh, it's not if if you're not into family films, if you're not into family adventures, don't go see it. Uh, it it's not the kind of film for you. It does have a female lead who, uh, as a teenager, discovers that she uh, as as basically being recruited to this other land um, in a, through another dimension. And uh, visually, this was a stunning film. Love the music. The digital set designs were pretty amazing. Um, I'd like to go see it again just for that. There's some great Easter eggs in a in a scene early on because this girl basically discovers this uh, this button or this pin um, when she she was arrested for something she did and uh, was kind of a, a, a stupid thing she did, but she got arrested for it. And when she gets out. She's you know getting all over, getting her wallet, getting her hat, and they say, "Here's your pin." It's like that's not my pin. She touches it, and she's transported to this other other land there's some funny things that happen as she's trying to figure out what is going on with this pen so um one of the things she does is she says okay I've, I've got to see if anybody else has seen this pen so she does a google search basically and finds that there's this you know sci-fi store uh that that uh, sci-fi collectible store that's uh, interested in uh in people who have found the pen so when you go there there are a lot of great easter eggs uh, that are in that store that you see, and it's it's a, a pretty interesting thing that happens there. But um, you know, the movie itself has got some adult themes, uh, adult themes of death, destruction, and war. So uh, age-wise, I'd say you know, tenish and up. Uh, parents just be aware of that. But it was just visually visually stunning, and um, at, at its heart, um, it really is. It asks this question: If you got a glimpse that there was a better world out there, and you had the opportunity to make it happen, would you take the chance to change the world? That's the story. That's the story question, and uh, and it is answered. So uh, you know, it's a like I said, uh, from a family standpoint, I think families will enjoy it. It is a little deep for uh, for younger viewers, but uh, just visually, I, I'm giving this an A rating. Uh, it's just a standard film. If I'm not, if I'm taking out the uh, director's intent on looking at a family audience, I'd give it a B. So, uh, so still worth uh, worth checking out from that standpoint. So, if you're looking for something to take your family to this weekend, this may be one uh, worth worth checking out. Uh, I will say that the trailers that they've they've shown for this don't really give you a glimpse of what this film is about. So, uh, mm-hmm. so take that uh, as it is. But uh, but Clooney does a great job, and he really doesn't make a. Um, he doesn't really make a, an appearance, uh, a solid appearance, to about thirty minutes into the film, and then he's in it from there on, then on out. But it's uh, it's really the story about this uh, this teenage girl. Um, she's the one that, that really drives the film. Uh, he's he's along for the ride. But uh, Tomorrowland in theaters uh, this weekend. 
Well, Adam, um, we've got about uh, about two minutes to wrap things up, but I did want to say that 35 years ago this weekend, 35 years ago this weekend, The Empire Strikes Back debuted in theaters. Um, I wish I'd, I'd remembered that because we could have spent a lot of time talking about that and uh, about Star Wars, but I did want to share that. And also, uh, 37 years ago, here's something that, that you don't hear every day. Bob Saget won an Academy Award. And you say, what? Yes. <laughs> he won a Student Academy Award for a documentary he did called Through Adam's Eyes. Uh, so if, uh, if you want to look at uh, that, the award-winning talent of Bob Saget, that might be the best way to do it. So, Adam, any final comments before we say so long today? Uh, well, actually, no, uh, except you, you mentioned Star Wars, and there's a great book out there I want to recommend. Uh, it's called The Secret History of Star Wars. It's, it's been out a couple of years, but I just recently uh, stumbled upon it, and uh, it's about a 400-some page book, but... There's a lot of good information there. You can get that on audible.com if anybody's doing audible these days, you know, listening to audiobooks or any place we get audiobooks, whatever. And uh, we've, um, and that's not a paid advertisement disclaimer, but uh, it's, it's out there. Uh, so, you know, just want to mention that this secret history of Star Wars, uh, it's a good, uh, Michael Kaminsky, good book. Awesome. Thanks, man. We always appreciate you sharing that. And I uh, always appreciate uh, you hanging out and talking movies with us right here on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. That is Adam Long. You can find uh, his work at focusnewspaper.com. You can find our shows at WGWG.org, also on iTunes and SoundCloud. And uh, until next week, I'm Noel Manning. That is Adam Long, and that is a wrap.